0: Welcome to Geico Talks, the weekly podcast where conversations about life, hot topics, mental health, and more take center stage. We are your hosts, Caitlin and Courtney Geiger. Together, we explore thought-provoking discussions with an ambient vibe that inspires open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and join us for some insightful conversation that will leave you feeling informed and inspired hi everyone welcome back to keiko talks tonight we're having an amazing conversation all about pets and domesticated animals let's go hey everybody welcome back tonight we are discussing as you heard all things pets and domesticated animals which i'm pretty excited about because we never really talk about animals and like the environment and you know non-human uh subjects so yeah, it should be fun for sure. I mean, we should probably start by discussing our, like, personal history with having domesticated animals and pets. Okay, that's fine. So... You want me to start? start? Yeah. Okay. I think, I the, think pet the very...
1: Keeper.
0: Yeah. You, well, you know, the thing is, I really didn't like pets growing up, so that's quite interesting. Okay, so mm-hmm. the first pet I think we had was... um The first pet I think we had were the fish. Mm. Um, like so little. We got, this is when Walmart used to sell fish. We got fish from um, Walmart. <laughs> mm. um, probably not healthy, but okay. We, I think we had four fish, maybe? This thing used to be like $2 each. So yeah, my that's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, they were really cheap. But um, I think, was it four or was it more? I know we had a couple. I I know we at least had three, but we probably had four, maybe five. Yeah. I don't know. We we had some fish, okay? A lot of them passed away, but I do remember distinctly we had blue and uh pink. And mm-hmm. blue and pink were um a blue and pink fish. So mm-hmm. yeah, they lived for a little bit. We thought one, I think, died and then it like kind of came back to life, or either mom replaced it, one of one of the two. Yeah. Um and then uh yeah, that, that was that was our, our first little pet fish. Next thing we had was I think we had Kelvin, which was a dog that we found outside of like the local pet store right up the street from our house. They were giving away free puppies. Um, and so at the place where we were living, I think we couldn't have pets, I think, or you had to pay a pet fee. And my mom was not about that life. So we took him to live on our granddad's farm. So he lived on the farm. And his name was Kelvin, and he was a. I think he was like a German Shepherd or something mix. He was some type of mm. mix. Um, big dog, pretty cool dog, very social dog. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to be careful because if he would hop on you, because he would try to like run and jump up on you. And plus, he was an outside dog, but he would get so excited and run, try to run and jump up on you. But he would like knock kids over. So yeah, you be careful with Kelvin. He got big quickly. Oh, quickly! <laughs> My guy was like the height that I am now standing up. So, mm-hmm. uh, what else do we have? I think after Kelvin that's when we started we, rabbits yeah that's when we started rabbits and these are all of our personal animals like our granddad had a farm so he had a whole bunch of animals too I will mention mm-hmm. we had my granddad had I think it was cows we named Mary Kay and Ashley so shout mm-hmm. out to us um, and what else I think he had other animals too but we didn't I don't really remember those animals I do remember the cows and the horses but yeah um, what else next we personally had bunnies so our very Mm -hmm. first bunny was oreo he -hmm. was a mini rex he was white and gray Mm -hmm. and he was um he was a boy we had him for a while yeah we had him for a pretty long time i think Mm -hmm. it was like six seven years probably Mm -hmm. um the next animal we got was little mama. Little mama was a rescue. She was a Dutch, mm-hmm. and um, we had her for for her. her. Huh? I think she was like a discounted rate, wasn't she? Yeah, I think she was she, because we rescued her, so she we was. I don't, I don't, she was either like free or like. And I want to put a disclaimer out there. Me and Courtney should not have had animals because we did not know how to take care of animals, and so mm-hmm. we should not have had animals. Period. Well, they lived um, for a while, despite the fact that we were little kids. Yeah, and that we. But let's be honest. I think also education wasn't as readily available then to you for that too yeah. bunnies, um, and so now with more education and research and more populated with you know rabbits being household animals, um, mm-hmm. I think that there's more information available like then there it really wasn't so and I think that was like early times of like the internet so like it wasn't just like type it in and just go see what's out there so yeah I mean we still had like the, the damn box computers for a while <laughs> so and then we had Sable um, and Midnight which were like yeah, we had Sable were impulse bunnies. I hate to say it but they were they were what they were like impulse bunnies yeah they were impulsed. yeah, we uh, yeah, it was we should have never had them. Um, mm-hmm. and we did not have them for long because they grew big and stable was uh, a brown lop, and he was very violent um due to, I think circumstances and hormones, and um, they were them out too long we couldn't watch them the way they needed to like they had so much pent up like anger anger yeah they weren't allowed to like stretch their legs part of it was because we were just so like busy too like we would go to school all day and then we had to come home like do homework and stuff like that so we were not giving them the time and attention that they deserved and or needed Mm -hmm. um let alone they lived in our um garage and it was hot as fuck in there Mm -hmm. Um, and they were not fixed so add that in there too it was like hot mess too much yeah and like i said that's why i made a disclaimer earlier we should have never had these animals okay um mm-hmm. and then what else did we have after say we gave sable and midnight away at I'm some not, point one i think we did right we were like okay let's give them back yeah let's... we decided to give them back to the place that we purchased them from just because it was no longer a safe environment really for them to be with us i mean we were not even providing them or, anything close to what they deserve so we decided to give them um back to the place that we purchased them mm-hmm. um so yeah and then what else happened okay so after all of that um little mama had passed away at some point oreo had passed away at some point and so i rebound and got owen mm-hmm. um and owen was a lion head probably lop mix mm-hmm. and sweetest guy softest little guy ever um, had him for almost nine years, which his bunny anniversary just went by, mm-hmm. and um, his birthday is coming up soon. So there's that. Um, when he was in the house with us for two or three years, yeah. right? Yeah, in and high then school. he eventually like stayed with my mama in the beginning parts of my college, and then he moved down to where I went to college, and then he came to the early parts of where I live now. So mm-hmm. he was a trooper and oh, then oh, now Courtney, these are her most remembered pet i mean oh for sure yeah he definitely is like the person i i mean the bunny or the animal i had the strongest bond with for sure and you got mavis during the time you had ocean uh, i mean owen what'd you say you had mavis during the time you had owen Yeah. Okay. So during the time I had Owen and I was in college, I got Mavis. And so Mavis is a black cat. Um, uh, and I got her because I almost ran over her on the way to school to study for my nursing exam. And so, um, I, that's how I got Mavis. Um, and I, I was, I had a really hard time because I was supposed to take her to a shelter, but I was like, I just can't do this. I just cannot do it. So she ended up staying, got a free cat and love her today. Mm-hmm. She's doesn't really care for me, but I love her. And then what else? I think that's all the pets. Is that all of them? Am I missing anything? And then Ocean and Ozzy. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Ocean and Ozzie. Okay. So there's Lloyd. Significant other brought Lloyd into the picture. Lloyd is a... He's a wannabe Rottweiler, but he's not. He's really cute um, and fluffy. And then maybe we can like post a picture of them in the video on YouTube. And then now I currently have Ozzy and Ocean, and they are my current bunnies. Um, Ozzy is... We don't really know what Ozzy and Ocean are, right? We think that Ocean is probably some sort of... um, Maybe lion head and or mixed with angora or something like that because he has a lot of hair. He has like a mane, but it only kind of grows in like right behind his head kind of thing. So and he has a very long face and big body, big body bends.
1: Um, Mm -hmm.
0: So that's Ocean. Ocean has really big ears, too, and big feet. Very, very big ears and feet, which I heard there's like speculation, like the size of their feet are like the size of their ears. I don't know if that's true because Ozzy doesn't really measure up, but whatever. Um, And then we have Ozzy. Ozzy is our little dwarf. (laughs) He literally looks like a smaller version of, like an extremely smaller version of Ocean. It's like copy and paste, but dwarf. Um, So yeah, that's Ozzy. He is the feisty one. He's the one that runs the house at the moment. And he is very bossy, demanding. Another thing about bunnies, bunnies don't have boundaries don't have boundaries bunnies just don't have boundaries um so yeah so courtney what's your take on all the pets um well i tell it all the time she has a zoo so as you notice i stopped talking this conversation because i don't have none <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i think it's great like i think pets is really like a staple in caitlin's life and that's really great and i'm happy to be a auntie, but I don't know how I feel about personally taking on a pet right now. Just because I know the weight of the responsibility. True. And That's I don't want to, you know, not be able to totally give what a pet would need from me. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but I mean, looking back, I'm like, dang, we have had some pets then. We really have had yeah, pets. Yeah, have. And uh, you want to explain why we got, like, when we first got the bunny as a pet? Yeah well i thought it was cute because i was the one who pushed for it yeah i thought it was cute but it was also it kind of became emotional support just because we were going through so much with our like parental at the time mm-hmm. so he became kind of emotional support and we were we were not supposed to have him because the place we were living did not allow pets but um eventually we moved there moved out of there so the pet came with us and i think that was a better situation for the pet but yeah that's why i would say like how we kind of got into bunnies and then we always loved the bunnies whether we were really taking care of them fully questionable like we just didn't know but we always loved them Fact. it was never for lack of like not loving them you know what i mean yeah very true it was yeah, just like she- it was like, and, and another pretty- thing about Oreo was Oreo was, um, he was a runt. So he was really tiny at first, like really small, very, like, f- not um, fragile, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And so I honestly didn't really care for Oreo, to be honest, um, because I, I just did, like, he was so small and it was so, like, It was just like, why would you want that? Like, why would you want that rocking around your house, (laughs) to be honest? And so I um, eventually, obviously, I became very attached to to Owen, excuse me, to Ori O. There's a lot of O's. We stick with the O's for the boys. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of... um, I really enjoyed having Oreo around. We had a great bond and eventually we got little mama. That's where we got little mama because that was for me. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. Little mama at some point, she like eventually like had babies. None of them made it because I think she was just really small and she came from a traumatic um, experience in the first place. And so I I don't think she was very, um, I don't know about her mental health when it came to parenting, if you will. So yeah. so yeah, yeah. For sure. And also I think the environment we're keeping them in, they were like mostly in the garage, which is like, you know, in South Carolina during the summer, that's really hot or it can get really cold. So I, I just felt like we were like not paying attention to the sensitivities that a rabbit needs. Like you got to really be paying attention to a lot with a rabbit, I think. Uh-huh. And, you know, those changes affect them, you know. And we were little kids trying to like, we were still in school, so we spent most of our day at school, and then we would go to, like aftercare and like all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then like activities and sports and stuff. So, I would say the bunny who got probably the best attention was Owen. Facts for us, as because we were teen, we were older teenagers by that time. By the time we got, him. we were like seventeen, almost eighteen. We got Seriously? Owen, so we ended up having a um, we had a much better understanding, and we were like really. After Oreo's passing, because we never thought about them dying. We never thought, you know what I mean? Like, as kids, we are like, oh, it's our bunny. We're going to have him forever. Facts. But when he passed away, suddenly, we were like, oh, no, we got to really pay attention. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I hate to say it, but Owen benefited, I think, from that shift in mentality. Facts. Oh, for sure. And I think by the time that Owen was brought into our lives, he had, um, there was more, like, information also readily available. Um, we had then, like, figured out what you can and cannot do with bunnies um, mm. as far as, like, just personal experience. So I think that also made a difference, too. And Owen was, like, a little prince. <laughs> he was, like, the he was definitely, like, more doted on, I will say, out of all the animals. Seriously, no, he was very spoiled. <laughs> so, um... He was a part of all of the family activities. I would definitely say, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I don't. I mean, that's kind of our like personal history with animals. I mean, I think Kaylin's more. Kaylin lives with animals day to day, so her understanding of them is a little bit more in depth. But yeah, I'm sure Courtney told you I have a zoo. So, Mm -hmm. I really do, though. But Okay, so what do you think about, like, just the whole idea of domesticated animals in the first place, like like companion animals? So, okay, well, obviously I'm a fan because I have so many. Um, But I do think that, you know, I'm okay with it because they are domestic. I would never want to take an animal that is in the wild and make them you domesticated or captive or whatever, because I think that mm-hmm. they are more in touch with the instinctive side of being the animal that they are. Obviously, I do understand that the animals that are domesticated came from some sort of, you know, being held captive kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm okay with um, the whole concept of like emotional support animals. Now, I do think there is a misconception when it comes to emotional support animals. These fuckers are not emotional support. Okay. They are emotional mm-hmm. responsibilities. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sure it's like something nice and cute to cuddle on, but they still spit their food at six o'clock. They spit their walks at nine o'clock. They spit their hay to be in their beans all day in fresh mm-hmm. hay, or they will cause havoc. They will tear your crap up, you know? So it really is more like caring for toddlers than it is like the emotional support that you like yeah which I, I mean it could be just like my pets because not all of them are very caring um actually none of them but um you know it, I, I don't know if it's the 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 pig that I have or if it's all animals because all the animals I've had they care more especially bunnies they care more about their needs they're very selfish they don't have boundaries so mm-hmm Well, I think also the whole idea of an emotional support animal is kind of like a newer concept. Like we weren't calling, they were just pets, companions, I guess was like best, but nobody was really talking about them in the sense of like what an emotional support animal can do for the, you know, Mm -hmm. human. So yeah, um, the first time I really heard, heard emotional support, I was in college. I really? remember being like, not all these people walking around with dogs for emotional support. What? Because they would they would allow, you know, they're considered like service dogs. Mm-hmm. So um, so they would allow emotional support animals on campus. And I just remember like from like sophomore year to junior year, it was like everybody had a dog. That's fair. You know, I don't really remember like, you know, people would have animals on campus, but they wouldn't really like walk around campus with it so i guess I, I just like didn't really like they may have like a cat just in their dorm room or whatever but to be just like walking around with it i don't remember like dogs. In class. unless they like brought it on campus i remember that but i don't know i don't i don't i stayed on campus all four years so yeah I mean, sure. that's why but like i definitely i mean people would bring their dogs to everything class seminars events Everything. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I, we definitely didn't bring them to class. Sounds mm-hmm. peculiar. Nope, they would bring their dogs. Would the dog like sit there and be patient? Yeah. Mm. They always have like well behaved dogs. So, I mean, I, I think if you bring them to class, you do have to like sh- obviously show paperwork and be like, this is an emotional support animal I need it at all times kind of thing. Mm. Like, or like if you have a service dog or whatever, obviously, if you're like handicapped in some way, then you know, obviously you have a service dog. Hmm. but no i took like plenty of classes with dogs wow i i that is the news to me <laughs> i'm like what mm-hmm. hmm. and then I where I live, live now dogs are allowed in stores and dogs are allowed everywhere and it's very odd because coming from back home you didn't bring dogs in stores oh no you know i agree i do take my the dog that I like I have now, I do take him places. And the reason why I take him places because he just needs to be trained in like public places. He Mm -hmm. has a little bark temper on him. So Mm -hmm. I do try to like take him places like to the pet store. He hates the pet store though. So I try to take him like I'll take him to Target. Um or I don't try to take him into grocery stores. I do think that's kind of gross. But um Mm -hmm. I do take him to like stores that it doesn't like it's not unsanitary to like take him in, you know. Um Half the population at any point in time where I'm at is a is a dog. It's a four legged sure. creature. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, but you live in good old, good old no man's land. People, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I didn't realize this would this would be such an obscure difference, but it really is. It's like pets are. There's like little barrier with pets for all walks of life. Yeah, I'm just, I, mean, the I most like wonder like, what's the business, difference like, living like, there versus anywhere else because like I you said know. it's not very socially acceptable here. I don't know I, I don't know if it's just because like because of emotional support animals and this just being a more progressive environment and people seeing it as uh-huh. like oh I just or it's a more relaxed environment here so it's like bring your dog or whatever Yeah, you know, and yeah. you see it as like an extension of themselves or like they think the dog is kind of like, like oh this would be great for Jimmy or whatever but you know for me it's no like name is yeah <laughs> okay what are, what are dogs names Fido Tucson <laughs> Tucson <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah like they'll bring their little their little dog or whatever and I mean usually they're small enough where they stay out of the way but usually um, especially those little yappy ones babes yeah now there's lots of designer dogs here too which is like wild to me too because it's like not only do you have a dog in like you know Ralph's or wherever, but you got a freaking little designer Pomsky, like half breed. Yeah. Design designer Pomsky child. Like that's how they. That's really what they be like. I'm like I know people pay more for these dogs than they do kids. Like some people I know, they really put a lot into these dogs. I know they do. I mean, I think for okay. So do you think that like pets should be considered like people's children? I don't have a problem with. I think I think they should because I'm like to be honest. Like if we think about like times we've seen in the wild where animals have adopted other animals and like raised them. Right. I don't. I think that they can be seen as like offspring. I think the. I mean, the only potential issue is like, okay, if you spoil your dog that much, then you would probably spoil your child that much. Like, I mean, it's cheaper to have a. It. An animal than a dog, though. Yeah, I think it is cheaper to have an animal than a child. But the... Really, the the thing I run into is, like, a lot of y'all's... The way your dog runs you, I know you don't need to have a child. Because imagine if this little person had to grow... If you were, like, responsible for raising someone. Okay, so what? Do you have the same opinion about me and my pets? Uh... Well, transparency moment, I think Owen got away with murder. That's fair. I think you're a little yeah. bit better on Ocean to Ozzy now. I yeah, because there's two of them. Like, they don't have a choice. Yeah, you're a little more disciplinarian with them. But I just think Owen got away with murder. And, like, some of the stuff was, like, he knew exactly what he was doing and did it. 'Cause like any space that was like yours, he like claimed as his totally. It was like who's in He's charge of me as his. I was like his property, let's be honest. His okay, maid. I was like, who really was in charge of the space? Like he let you in. it really the room. wasn't me, I guess. That's all I'm saying. That was my only critique about like the relationship with Owen. Him specifically but so what about the other ones i think you're a little more like you don't allow ocean and ozzy to feel like it's totally their space i think yeah yeah. it's like, so much easier start, it's like, kind like, of like having um, an only yeah. child you know yeah you still like have it's harder to teach them my like, house. yeah it's harder to teach them like boundaries and stuff like that because it's just like you're the only one yeah and they don't have to share they don't have to like have any other Regard for any other life, it's just like all about me, 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 so mm-hmm. and that's how Owen was, like Owen was all about him, all about him, mm-hmm. and he was just used to commanding space, yeah, and people and things, mm-hmm. which like he was a he was a looker, you know, so it's easy for him <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean, I think you're doing I think that was like the one thing he did want to change between. Going from Owen to these rabbits, the rabbits you have now is like, it's healthy to set boundaries with your animals, to be perfectly honest. And honestly, and definitely say- one thing I actively do with my, especially with the current buns, is like trying to get them. And I, like I said, like there's more at stake here because the bunnies that I currently have, they're both boys. Which, and they're both been fixed, but they do not like each other. And so mm-hmm. I definitely have to have, there has to be boundaries in place. There has to be actual physical barriers in place. And there's kind of like a routine and a schedule because there are so many of them for one. And for two, the bunnies don't like each other. So there cannot be any mixing or confusion of them together or they will attack each other. So there's more at stake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you have more boundaries with them. And I think you're a little bit quicker to correct their, like, actions. Yeah, I guess I kind of saw, like, what the outcome would look like if I don't now because of, because of Owen. Mm -hmm. Because, like, some of the stuff, like, Owen was just biting the carpet, biting this, destroying that, just, like, whatever. And then, like, it really got in his head, like, if I just do some destructive stuff, then somebody will pay attention to me. Yeah, I and I feel scary. like the at least what I see now, like whenever ocean you like nip whatever the whatever destructive activity they're doing, you immediately are like, "No!" Are you like you know sort of correct it? Very true. Mm-hmm. And then the bunnies now they like they're also reactive to me being like, "No," you know, mm-hmm. they actually like listen and they'll like. I guess I hate to say this, but they like run away. They're like, "Oh, I don't want to deal with this." yeah now owen was an attention seeker for sure but i think also too that like owen only had us to kind of like socialize with or me really and so these these animals that i have now there's so many of them is like go find somebody to play with honestly yeah that's true that's true yeah i hear that Well, okay, what do you think about... Um, so, what do you think... Did well, you already answer this question about um, animals going into stores and stuff? And yeah, like, briefly. Because I take Lloyd into the store. So, you don't mind it too much? Um, I don't care. As long as it's, like, a place that they should be, like, a pet store. I don't mind, like, clothing stores, really. I don't think they should be in grocery stores because I think that, like, I wouldn't want... You know, Her. fur in my kale. You know, like that's gross. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they should be. <clears throat> excuse me, in like classrooms. Yeah, I agree. I think like that's just like, unless it's like obviously like a, I guess like a, a um the medical support animals like that's different. Mm-hmm. Um but where else definitely not like medical facilities Mm-mm. i've seen people like bring it into medical facilities i'm like what are you gonna do with the dog what what are you gonna do like okay so this is when i was working in the radiology department somebody brought their dog in and they were like ma'am like what are you gonna do with the dog and she's like well you just sit there sit in the chair Ma- ma'am ma'am okay. <laughs> you have a whole mri you're about to get sit in the chair I was like man, please, please, for the love of God, please stop bringing these animals. Um, and then if that little thing used the bathroom on the floor, like nobody has time for this. Please. Um, uh, what else? I think those are like the main places I would not take my dog. Anything professional, let's not do it unless you absolutely need your dog. Um, I hear that? But you know they have areas where you can take your dog. They have dog parks. They have nature walks. Like. You know, those are the areas you should I think you should take your animal, you know, like obviously I'm taking Lloyd out to get him trained around people, but I don't take him often. I take him most of the time. If I take him, he just kind of rides in the car or whatever because he likes to ride in the car. But he doesn't go in stores very often. I only go we only go in the store if like we're already kind of out and about and I was taking for a ride and I just need to stop somewhere um, or like we're practicing with like, you know, him barking and things like that or him, like his reactiveness to people. Um, But I mean, I don't, obviously that's for practice purposes, but I don't just like, I I can probably count on my hands how many times I've done that, like maybe five. And he's been in my life for almost four years, so. Mm. I am thinking about training the bunnies to go out in public situations because Ocean doesn't really like to eat when he's like in public situations or like not in his comfort zone. So I am thinking about training the bunnies, but I think I would start by just like riding around the neighborhood and do like quick little trips. Um, So they get immune to that because I do want to, there's some things that I'm thinking and considering which would involve them moving. So yeah. The bunnies. Mm -hmm. Can't go anywhere without my buns. (laughs) Just see Ozzy right now. He's over here eating his hay profusely. We Which should one definitely one? make a way to put pictures in there in the beginning, like how I introduced find a way to put pictures for the animals that we have pictures for. Yeah, meet the zoo. I can put them mm-hmm. in there. You send me some photographs of them. Okay. Take some glamour yeah. shots. Mm-hmm. Well, none of the pictures we get of them are not glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> you put Ocean's hair in a ponytail. Oh yeah. Ocean has long hair. I put it in a ponytail the other day. I think he actually enjoyed it because he could kind of see behind his head. Oh really? I think he did, because he like definitely didn't like he like tried to scratch it out at one point and then he just went on about his business, like, oh, this is nice. So love that for him. I know, right? Okay, so I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um do you think that animals should have rights? Yes, they're living beings. Okay, so what kind of rights? I think they have souls. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think they should, they should have the rights to basically the same as human rights. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, okay. I don't see why they shouldn't have, like, they shouldn't face discrimination. They should be able to, um, well, they can't speak the same language as us, but they should, like, have free speech. Yeah. Um, which involves barking for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Shoot, they already take free speech. And, um i'm trying to think i mean i think they have like rights to healthy happy homes um which shoot they don't they don't even guarantee that human beings some of this stuff to be honest with you Fast. um i i in an ideal world they would have rights to like medical attention um right to food but to be honest When I really look, when I'm thinking about it, we don't even necessarily always have these rights (laughs) as human beings. Not in America. We don't have rights to like housing. We don't have a right to medical attention. We don't have a right to basic things. But I would hope that I would like to think animals could have rights to that. Mm -hmm. But shoot, the way things work now, we might be on the same plane. (laughs) Honestly. So. But yeah, I I mean, I would say I can't think of a human right that is just like nah, animals shouldn't have that. In some capacity, obviously their their capabilities are limit or not the same as ours because they're animals. Yeah, very true. But I do I do agree with you. There should be some basic rights because I think there's a lot of exploitation when it comes to animals. For one, and for mm-hmm. two, people don't regard animal life as life. A lot of the times, it's like beneath human life. And um, I think it's important to realize that just how, you know, life is a life regardless, right? Um, they're living beings just like we are. And so I think there should be a basic respect for for all animals, you know, including bunny rabbits, cat, dog, turtle, snakes, whatever. So...
1: Yeah, I feel like we
0: all have a role to play in 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 society and or the ecosystem and or the environment, whatever you want to call it. Um, And so for humans to undermine that, it's just very humanly, you know. Agreed. And I mean, there are definitely like animal rights groups, animal activist groups, but I don't know if it's like in law, like kind of codified in law saying that you you have to give basic human respect to, to animals mm-hmm. or basic respect to animals you know Very um but yeah i i definitely think they deserve rights and i think that we've got to stop considering them like second class some way they don't have the same capabilities and faculties as us but who's to say that theirs is like somehow less important yeah seriously i agree with that you know like it's really not and there are i mean we all know about like endangered species acts and stuff and there are animals that are protected under the law you know mm-hmm. but i think there's just it's like few it's you it's like an act of congress to get them to be added to the endangered species list or like you know what i mean so sure. there should be a general consensus of like how we treat animals agree you know what i mean Agreed. Which makes me think, do you think zoos are ethical? Like a zoo where they're kind of keeping animals on display for public consumption? Yeah. Public okay, feeding? so I have two two things about zoos personally. Um, so zoos, I'm only a fan of zoos if it's helping animals. I don't like the breeding and I don't like... Um, I think it is important to maintain the natural habitat as much as possible. Right. Um, But like the, like the killer whales kind of thing that is like so heartbreaking to me because they're in captivity. They are um, typically miserable when they're in captivity. And then when you put them back out in the wild, they don't, they don't go, usually they don't do well back in social situations because they've been pulled away from, um, from that social circle that they would normally have in the wild. Um, And and that's one of the problems with having social animals, but you can't have 20 killer whales in captivity. So, um, and then at that, you're exploiting them for their, you know, to provide entertainment to humans. And it's like, if you want to go be entertained, then go be entertained in the Arctic or wherever they're living by Alaska and put yourself in the water and be their freaking dinner. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's entertainment. Um, but I, I just don't think you should take them out of their homes. So it's like a double edged sword sword for me for, with zoos. If you're going to help the animal and you're going to provide, you know, like say an animal's injury and you can rehabilitate them to hopefully go back in the wild. OK, cool. I'm in support of that. But just for the consumption of um, humans, like a lot of those animals look miserable. A lot of those animals even look unhealthy. Like, they don't even look how they would look in the wild when they're at these zoos. They're usually skinny. They're usually, like, wasting away, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just feel like that's not, I mean, I don't think, like, would you like to be in the zoo? Oh, absolutely not.
1: Exactly.
0: I think there's like conservation. It's like, I can imagine they're doing some good because they do rehabilitate some animals. Some, but majority of the time, a lot of that, the breeding and stuff that they do is they're not putting them back into the wild to repopulate the environment. They're keeping them in captivity. So are you really doing any good? You're right. Well, yeah, I... I guess I think the best way to do is like a zoo should only be up and running if you are the animals that are on display are basically on display as a way to generate funds for conservation efforts. Does Mm -hmm. it make any sense? Like, okay, we have this team of zoological like marine biologists and like uh, I know like off the coast of California, they save otters a lot. So, like, they save the sea otters who might be orphaned or whatever. So, they bring them into, like, I don't know, San Diego Zoo or something. Mm -hmm. Or some some zoo or aquarium. And they help the baby otter. He, like, lives there a couple years. But then they release him back to the wild. Like, there should be just a continuous cycle of, like, care release, care release, care release. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That I can get. And then if they are on, quote, display, that money goes to a... Maintaining the facility and mm-hmm. conservation efforts. Not like for profit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I guess. You know, they had one like that. Um, they had one like that, kind of like in Charleston. They had like a turtle rescue rehabilitation thing where they would bring the turtles in and they would release them after they're uh, rehabilitated, kind of thing. But a majority mm-hmm. of those animals don't, and it, well, it was at the aquarium, but a majority of those animals, they just don't get to live normal animal lives, you know? Like, obviously, okay, so like my pets that I have now, they can't, they just could not go back in the wild. Like Lloyd, Mavis, Mavis might live but the rest of them would probably die okay and that's just being honest because the bunnies that I currently have they're white they're albino or partially albino and they Mm -hmm. are um, it would just be a target on them right like let's be honest if there's a a a bunny in the wild that is born white like they are they're probably not going to make it very long right because they're going to stand out Mm -hmm. Lloyd he's probably going to get hit by a car so okay there's that (laughs) And uh, yeah, Lloyd doesn't. Lloyd mm, mm. is he just needs to stay in the house. <laughs> Mavis will be the only one that I think could survive. Like she would be hiding in a bush somewhere, but she's gonna find something to eat. Mama's not going without eating, so she would live. Mm-hmm. Um and she's very like adaptable. So that's the one thing good about Mavis. The rest of these guys, they're very they live very privileged lives. <laughs> um but like I just think that like you know, those animals, if you are rehabilitating them, you bring them in to help them and not to keep them and not to, like, necessarily breed them. And if they do breed them to help the population, they just keep them in captivity. So what good is that doing? That's still going to make them go extinct, isn't it? And then you have, like, they're not even naturally breeding, because usually because it's not, like, a situation where they feel the need to breed. So it's just, like, problematic all around. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, I do think there's also something that I think zoo culture really creates is this idea of all animals are here for human consumption. Like all animals, even though we're appreciating, quote, their beauty, they're here for our consumption. So it creates this idea that we should be able to anything we want to keep around and keep on display for ourselves we can just put it in a zoo and visit it anytime we want to and then go home live our human lives you know what i mean like yeah i think it sets up a really dangerous idea that everything is about a human's uh it's from a human's viewpoint and a human's i ide- like i um ideology you know what i mean mm-hmm. and because they we also because the animals cannot communicate in the same way that we do or rather, we don't communicate the way they communicate. We um, they we establish this faux hierarchy in our mind. Like it's like this power structure. And to me, it's like who captured who and who's looking at who. You yeah. Know I mean? Versus, we now know that the animals, if the animals typically in zoos are massive creatures, who really in the wild humans would pale in comparison. We don't run as fast, we're not as big, we have less adaptive, um, you know, features to outrun a gorilla or outrun a giraffe or like we Mm. don't, we really, the only thing that has consistently worked for human beings is like, I don't even want to call it intellect, it's not really intellect, but our civilization, our ability to socialize and create collective learning and create groups and create massive social change. Yeah. That's what I would say really is a human's uh, adaptive quality. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. if we don't have physical features to out, to outperform any really much, to be honest. You know what I mean? True. So it's just really interesting that zoos, you know, now exist and we, it, it reinforces that idea of who's on display. You know what I mean? Yeah. and then it becomes yeah, this idea of you just a, have to ask yourself, to yourself the question like why would you like to be on display and like what are you getting from this exactly and then it's kind of the idea of like the exotic or like this like little taste of the other world or other things that we wouldn't have normally have access to cuz like why is a rhino why is a rhino at San Diego Zoo they like, the, like, like a, rh- a rhino would not naturally the be there, there. <laughs> It's the unnatural. lady we were talking at uh, work the other day, and the lady was saying how she uh, went to a zoo somewhere. I think she's, I think she said Florida or something like that. And you know, like it's, it's hot, like especially in the summer. But she was saying, I think she said she saw a penguin, and she mm-hmm. like said that the thing was like it was some type of animal that should not have a polar bear. And she was mm-hmm. saying this polar bear was not even white; it was brown. It was dirty. It was like hyperventilating and breathing really hard. And it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, polar bears don't live in that type of environment. Oh, she said it was in Texas, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, polar bears don't live in that type of environment. Like, the codice that gets there is 30, 40, you know? And you were living in Texas. Could you imagine? Seriously. Like, I just, I'm just like, those animals really should not be there. That's just I agree. Nice. And then you also get into the issue of, like, private zoos, which is holistically yeah. unethical to me. I mean, if, if like, state-maintained mm-hmm. zoos are or if public zoos are one thing then private zoos are really you know then you get into tiger king and carol baskins and like that's just holistically unethical to me Facts. but um but yeah even i mean public zoos which are i think if you're gonna have a zoo the best form is something like a public zoo like an organization that really does try to have some ethical attempt to have some ethical conservation effort to it yeah but um but I mean, the whole, the nature of it is like, okay, they put good into the world, but the nature itself is sort of unethical because it is a mm-hmm. profit making, you know, they're making profit off of animals who don't even understand what's going on. They don't under they don't even live by the social system. Yeah, true. true. So... And, you know, I don't think the I I mean, the animals that are being well taken care of, I don't think they complain. Cause they're like, shit, I don't have to fight. <laughs> I don't have to like fight anybody in the wild. You know, like I'm just getting mm-hmm. somebody's handing me food or, or yeah. somebody's giving me a bath. And like maybe from their I perspective, don't think they see it like that, though, just because they don't even know that maybe they don't know what they're missing or like if they're rescued, they're like, you know, where's my family? Where, you know? Yeah, that's true. We will. I mean, the thing is, we really will never know because we cannot communicate with them. True so you think that like their elkins, but we don't know the emotional depths of like is that rhino really happy there or is that giraffe really happy there uh-huh. you know we only know what we study about their behaviors so Very true. yeah i mean i don't know i mean i'm not gonna lie i do enjoy going to see the animals like they do seem happy and like seem well fed and well taken care of. And I'm not, I don't want to put down cause like the people work very hard at the the zoos and there are people who really do have a great uh, outlook on like animal conservation and they really do want to do that. And I think they do great work. I just think that, I mean, the nature of it itself is sort of exploitive, you know? Yeah, true. Cause the animals don't get paid. <laughs> like they're not, They. I mean, they get food and get taken care of, but That's sort of it, you know? Very true. So do you think that like, okay, so like we briefly talked about this, but like, what how do you feel about animal interpreters? Oh, like people who talk to animals. Mm -hmm. I like that. Honestly, I think it's like it sounds crazy and kind of kooky, but like the ones that I've seen online, they're really they it's like too accurate to not be real, in my opinion. Because the stuff that they that the animal says to the human. The human's like, that's exactly what so-and-so does. And why does so-and-so do this? And I'm like, I think it's really just like, they just be vibrating on a different level than us. Very true. That's a lot. That's really what I think it is. Do you think people can communicate to them? Yeah, I think there are people who can communicate to them. Okay. And I think it takes people who like have a very, probably a unique, maybe even a more primal kind of energy vibe or a spirit or something that allows mm-hmm. them to be able to communicate with the animals Very true. Hmm. but i mean a lot of times also just based off behavior you know kind of what they're thinking how they're you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just think the interpreter puts it in like plain english and maybe gives you a little a slightly deeper insight you know yeah, true. Yeah. I really want to like, cause I just want to like get in their minds, not get in their minds, obviously, but I just like want to know what they're thinking. Like, do you hate me? Do you like me? Do you like, like Ocean, Um, which is the bigger bunny? Mm-hmm. He, I think he really likes music, but obviously like not for sure. Cause he can't like clearly communicate or anything like that. Mm-hmm. um but he like when you cut on his his uh he likes like jazz like bossa nova jazz or really just like calm soothing music he likes marvin gay and stuff like that um today we i watched hairspray and he, he seemed to really like that too but um he likes i like, really like just calming music right and he likes to sleep to it and so say if he's like being destructive or whatever we'll cut his music on and he usually like will calm down go take a nap kind of thing so i perceive that to be that like he likes music right Uh, Mm um but you're not really sure i really want to like get an animal communicator and like chat it up with the ants you know i think you should i used to be skeptical of it but i don't know i believe in the spirit realm yeah i do too i really do and it's not some like mystical like religious thing it's just like there are like your soul kind of like attempts to communicate with your body Mm-hmm. or with bodies who are living here on earth, you know? True. Very so. true. So when are you going to get your, your, you a pet? Mm, I'm going to get more financially stable. Got it. Where are you going to get? Mm, I never really saw myself with a cat, but I feel like a cat would be a good starter. Yeah, I honestly, I'm like a fan of, I promote cats all day, every day. I like the idea of a bunny though, just because we grew up with bunnies, and I do find them really endearing. But only reason really? I won't get bunny is because they just—they're high maintenance. I know, high maintenance. They're sort of toddler-like. You really got to be very attentive to their, you know, changes in their behavior and like. Mm-hmm. They're just very sensitive creatures, so they are. Yeah, you really have to like kind of like be in tune with bunnies because they are animals that like to hide symptoms, and so you would like you yeah. never know until it's too late. So, and it's also difficult to find people to like. You can find people to watch a cat or a dog. Yeah, it's very difficult to find people who are adept and aware enough to watch a rabbit. A rabbit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta spell out the. That's why them. I'm very like I am very interested in like getting them trained so they can just go with you know um, yeah. It would be easier if they're bonded to, to make that happen. Obviously they're not bonded because they can't see each other. Um, but it, it would just make life a lot easier. Especially like Lloyd's easy to take wherever we're going. Maybe she probably would want to stay home and just stay by herself. Um but the bunnies, it's like Courtney said, it is very difficult. Oh my gosh, to find someone that like knows what they're doing with bunnies. And most people just think like they are self, they take care of themselves or something, or and it's really the, cl- the complete opposite and or people just see them in like oh look a cute little fluff ball mm, yeah and and nothing else. Right it it, it, yeah it's like there's so many there's so much more to a rabbit so seriously i don't take it lightly at all that's why i won't i don't get animals because i just i don't take lightly the responsibility of caring for them so true you know yeah. I mean, would you get another bunny or do you get another animal? Okay. So I would get another bunny and this is why, this is the only reason why I would get another pet. Um, I would, I do want to like a dog, but like Lloyd's not going to get along with another dog. So that's done. I would get another cat, but maybe it's not gonna get along with another cat. Um, mm-hmm. ocean. So before we got Ozzy, okay, let me just start it from the beginning. So how we got Ozzy, we had, I had a friend, um, she decided to get a bunny. Not mm-hmm. sure why, but she decided to get a bunny. And as she just kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, it wasn't really for her after a couple of days because bunnies are, like I said, high maintenance animals. Um, and so that's how we ended up with Ozzy. But the initial plan was to get Ocean a um, another bunny friend to bond with because Ocean is very – um. He really likes socializing. He's he's pretty awkward, if that makes sense. He's pretty awkward, very standoffish, but he also really likes like cuddling and attention like from a distance. And so we were going to get him a friend. um, But now we have Ozzy. And so that's just not possible with the space that we're in. So there's no way that we could get another animal in this space, um, being that the boys don't even live together. So um, I thought about getting maybe another bunny so that they can both bond to that bunny. And then, you know, obviously all three bond. But I just think like with the space, it just wouldn't, I don't think it would work very well. So Mm -hmm. um, I would get another bunny basically for Ocean, really, because Ocean is very social. Ozzy, which is a baby bunny, the dwarf, he basically his BFF is the cat. So they have a friendship. But Ocean doesn't really bond with anybody else except for um, the humans. So uh, the the plan was definitely to get him a, a, a bunny friend. So if I get a bigger space, I would definitely get him a bunny friend um, so that he can have a companion because everybody pretty much has a companion that wants one. Lloyd doesn't really want a companion. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he's by himself. But Ocean really well, like wants like he I find him all the time. He'll like sit by the gate and like stand there and like wait for people to come and like pet him and look for, you know, look for people to walk by. And then he'll get really excited when people come up. Um, he likes to snuggle so it's it's kind of like heartbreaking to me because it's like that was the plan and now he's kind of robbed of that because we have Oz um, and Oz is just doesn't give a fuck <laughs> Ozzy's like in and, and this relationship with him and Ocean is the problem, the the dwarf is the problem so mm-hmm. there's there's that but I do feel really bad for Oz because he's been slighted just because Ozball is an asshole oh um. Little OG. He wants a friend. He really does. So he's wants someone to snuggle with. He really does. He wants someone to snuggle with and like groom like every day. Cause we have like a gate because like I said, the boys can't be together. The bunny boys mm-hmm. can't be together. So we have a gate up. Um and so Ozzy will go to the gate and obnoxiously, obnoxiously bite the gate all day. Um and he's been getting better actually. He's been calming down quite a bit, but Ocean will sit by the gate and like stick his little nose through because they they pretty much br- broken a hole in it from biting it. Um, he'll stick his little nose through and he'll like try to get Ozzy to give him like loveys. We call them loveys, but give him like head licks and rubs and stuff like that. But Ozzy refused. Like Ozzy just continues to nip at him and be mean to him, and it's just so heartbreaking because Ocean really, 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 really wants a friend. So, yeah, that's the spiel Yay, of my buddies. god yeah it's really interesting that he's attached to the cat i mean yeah but him and the cat just fight all day so if they're not sleeping they're fighting yeah so it makes sense because like they're both very like feisty creatures Mm -hmm. i think like that is the perfect duo like they they literally just go around like last night i had literally mavis was which is the cat and the cat is 10 pounds ozzy's maybe three pounds um Ozzy's like on her behind biting her and Mavis is like hissing at him he's still standing there trying to bite her like he was like holding his ground like he did not care like Ozzy does not care (laughs) I don't think he knows that he's only three pounds (laughs) mind you Mavis can literally like Mavis is pretty gentle with him considering she doesn't normally like use her nails or anything when she's hitting him or anything like that or like when she bites him she like gently bites him she doesn't like you know kind of like a play cat bite um but when she's getting serious usually she'll hiss. and Aussie just doesn't doesn't care. He just keep biting her. That's wild. Your animals are like a little uh, drama series. Oh, for sure, uh, literally a tenor novella. That's why. Like, there's always something going on. Like, I'm telling you, don't go to my house unless you want drama. Because I'm telling you, the animals are bringing it. Period. Right now, obviously mm-hmm. nap time. That's about the calmest point of the day. But Ocean is an early bird. And Ozzy is a night owl, so. Mm. And then Lloyd, yeah, Lloyd is a grandpa. Mavis is a grandma, so they go to bed early. But Mavis will turn up with Oz. The party. In a while. Yeah. Mavis will turn up with Oz every once in so. a while. Okay, so pet names. What are you going to name your pet if you get one? Hmm. I probably choose from the name of like baby names I've been holding on to for a long time. True, true, true. That's fair. Um, I can't think of anything that I think is just like, but I also try to let the um, I try to let the pet inform me to like maybe a color or kind of a behavior or something. You know. Okay. Yeah. When we first got Ozzy, his name was from his previous uh, owner. His name was Snow. And I was just like, that is not fitting. So I like, I had to change it. I'm like Oz. I yeah. think that really fits him very well. Yeah, And I was like, he, nothing about him is cute, soft, cuddly, like nothing about him. Nothing. Like, I mean, I, I, like Snow is like nothing. I, maybe his name, if his name was an Ozzy, maybe he would be nicer. I don't know. Maybe if his name was Snow, he would be nicer. But I mean, there's just, I, Snow is not fitting personally. That's my personal name. I think opinion. it's sort of a cop-out name. Yeah. Agreed. It's like snow. Mm. It's just because he's white. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I'm white. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's, I mean, they, he's, they're really cute. We have to put some pictures, like I said. They're really cute, but they are a handful. So bunnies, don't suggest cat. Unless you're prepared on, on the list. Because bunny, I mean, cats are self-sufficient. Yes. And a cat, you can honestly leave by itself and be okay. I just never saw myself as a cat person because, like, um, something about them. I agree. Like, I, I agree. Cats are a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? Like, you have you ever seen the Sour Patch of Doll commercials? That's what yeah. you get when you get a cat is sweet and then sour or sour than sweet. Yeah um but I think it depends on the relationship that you have with the cat too like for the most part Mavis doesn't really bother me you know like she doesn't really want anything to do with me until it's time to go to bed she likes to snuggle at night so she like snuggles um mm. but for the most part she just does her own thing like she she's one of those cats that just really likes to just do her thing you know yeah um which I can appreciate that. And if she wants to play, she'll come and play with Oz. Luckily, we have, like, a friend for her, you know? So they're not, like, relying on us for all they're playing or anything like that. Um, Lloyd's, like, the only one that, like, heavily relies on us for playing. Because Lloyd doesn't really like any other the other animals. Um, but Lloyd comes from, like, a similar situation as Owen, where, like, Owen was by himself for a very long time. Lloyd was by himself for a very long time. Um, the other pets have always had somebody else around. So they're very familiar with, like other animals and whatnot yeah I hear that yeah I hear that I think that's I mean you know what then I guess that it doesn't really something you got a system though I mean yeah you know you got a lot you definitely have like a way of uh you care for your animals but there's also like a little community you built with them yeah For sure. I mean, you kind of have to because there's so many, like I said, there's only two uh, adults in here, humans, and uh, there's four of them. So definitely outnumbered. I will Mm -hmm. say it definitely gets exhausting and it definitely gets pricey. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, I have found that like stocking up and stuff, especially when you have like this many animals, you just have to like stock up and get things when they're on sale. Have you considered getting a um, bird? Yes. A bird. Maybe a bird would be more my speed. Did you I know, I want a me? bird. Or, you know, have you ever seen, oh, I'm going to send the link to you later, but have you ever seen Peabody, the like the mini horse? No. Peabody is so cute. I'm going to send it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have like those little, um, the goats oh, to die for. Oh, you're taking I your social media birds. break, so I guess we shouldn't send it to you. Yeah. I like the bird, Sweet Pea. Found them on TikTok. But um, the little bird just repeats all these little sayings that the he's a parrot, a gray parrot or something. Um, interesting. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's kind of our discussion on pets, domesticated animals. We talked a little bit about the ethics of a zoo, if we think they're e- ethical, and conservation. I'd like to actually, at some point, probably do a follow up on like environmentalism. Okay um at some point where we can discuss not so much domestic animals but just like animal species and like what's being done Uh to conserve species in the wild wildlife as well as um to maintain you know our lovely earth that we all have the privilege of living on Uh um so yeah maybe that's something we can put down in the works is like kind of a part two where we're not talking so much about our companions but wildlife you know that'll be fun because they're important as well so um i feel like in some ways there's more protections for wildlife or there's more like government regulations around wildlife than domestic animals mm-hmm. but you know so yeah that's our conversation anything else you wanted to say no yeah get use uh, an animal if you can take care of it because they're expensive mm-hmm. and um and look out for the, the pics of my zoo Welcome mm-hmm. to the Kalin to the Zoo. Welcome to the jungle. You know that's really so cute. So, Ozzy's over here bobbing and weaving as he sleeps. Hello, <laughs> cuties. He's tired. This is a bunny nap time. Between the hours of like 11 until like 6, the animals are knocked. That's a good chunk of the day. Yeah. It's pretty much at night, right. in the morning, they're lit. That's usually when they get fed and stuff, though. So they're, like, annoying during those hours. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, thanks for watching or, excuse me, listening, watching and listening, whichever one you decide. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, everybody.